Hi, I'm the Moroccan Angel, and I'm here to help others set things right with their Maker. The question of today that we are embarking on is biblical salvation. Are you biblically saved? Well, to understand the Christian concept of salvation, we must first understand sin. We're going to cover three major points. One, what is sin? Two, what is salvation? And understanding these two will distinctly, undoubtedly answer the third major point, which is three, are you biblically saved? So the first question that we're going to address is, what is sin? The New Testament states in the book of 1 John chapter 3, verse 4, that whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. So let's get this on the table. The original Greek word in the New Testament scriptures for sin is hamartia, specifically meaning a particular sin, not a group of sins, not three strikes and you're out, just one sin, a single act of disobedience. And this is in congruence with the rest of the scriptures, for sin is the transgression of the law. Now according to the Oxford Dictionary, transgression is an act, a single act, that goes against a law, rule, or code of conduct. It is a single offense, not a series of offenses, just one offense. And this also confirms the original Testament concept of sin, which is a single act of disobedience. For example, Adam and Eve took from the tree once, just once, these laws are spoken of as the Mosaic Law, but they were the laws that were established by the God of Israel. Now these laws are the commandments pertaining to living and dwelling on this earth and instituted by the Creator, the God of Israel, more accurately, the Eternal One. There are many professing Christians who, one, do not believe they are required by the God of Israel to keep the law, hence they are breakers or transgressors of the law, or two, they don't understand or know the laws instituted by the Creator, hence they are still transgressors of the law or sinners. Most have resolved to making their own laws and deeming it laws of the Creator. <laughs> Let's get this straight. The Creator defines the laws. They are His laws. He alone determines and governs the way in which man will dwell upon the earth that He created. So sin is the violation of any of these established laws that He set in place. Your unawareness of His laws does not make them obsolete. It is simply your lack of initiative to learn the laws of the land. 
It's the same as learning the laws and statutes when visiting a foreign land. You're careful to learn and abide by its laws and statutes in order to avoid violations that may cost you financially or more unnerving penalties like the cost of your freedom and in some cases your life. You see, breaking or transgressing his laws still costs you. Perhaps you don't notice it as quickly in certain cases as his punishments or judgments can be quite subtle. Subtle at the start and devastatingly tragic at the finish. And so what must be established at the start is that sin is an act, a single act of disobedience. So it's important that we understand the concept of sin because it is based on this concept. The whole reason, the entire purpose of Christianity rests on this concept of sin. So it's important that we understand the framework of what is defined as sin, sin being the transgression of the law that was established by the God of Israel. The second major question that we're going to address is what is salvation? Salvation from the original testament never equated to being redeemed from sinful behavior. It was salvation from physical enemies. However, within the Christian framework, salvation is in direct correlation to Jesus. But how? <laughs> Let's look at that. Salvation from what? So let us go to the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 21. And it reads, And the angel Gabriel stated, And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. This is the introduction of the human being freed, if you will, from himself. The original Greek word for save is sozo, meaning to rescue or to deliver. To rescue is to set free from. So true biblical Christian Jesus-filled salvation is salvation from sin. This is what it means to be saved from sin. You're set free from the bondage of sin. And as we established, sin is the transgression of the law. It's an act of disobedience or rebellion against the laws that the God of Israel has established. But the question is, how? How will Jesus set his people free from their sin or these acts of disobedience? Hmm. So we've established that sin is an act of rebellion, an act of disobedience. It's the transgression of the established laws of the God of Israel. So how do you set someone free from an act of disobedience? Turn to James chapter 1, verse 14 through 15. It reads, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. You are not tempted by what you do not desire. You cannot be enticed by something that you have not connected with in your heart, in your spirit. As long as the desire is there, 
you will always experience the temptation to commit the act. According to the New Testament scriptures, Jesus' purpose for coming was to set free, to save his people from sin, the act of disobedience. How is this to be done? In order to do that, he must first break the desire. John the Baptist stated that Jesus is coming to baptize, not with water, but with the Holy Ghost and with fire, meaning it's a supernatural experience that must take place. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, it states, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. In Galatians 3 and 27, For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ, and now having the very Spirit of Christ dwelling within you, have the very mind of Christ as confirmed in the New Testament Scriptures. It is a powerful supernatural experience that involves a complete transformation. This is the process of the actual Spirit of Jesus possessing the vessel of the one seeking to be reborn as a true disciple of Jesus. The process involves a complete, absolute breaking of wicked desires. A completely different person. It's a supernatural phenomenon. No desire to sin. The desire is broken. They're set free. Jesus himself stated in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 34, he said, Listen to me. Make no mistake about it. Whosoever commits sin, the one who chooses to commit an act of disobedience, is a servant or a slave is the original Greek word, a slave of sin. Why? Because it's not only a revelation of what is still in your heart, the darkness of desiring that which is evil, but it is written in 2 Peter 2 and 19, that for of whom a man is overcome, of the same is he brought in bondage. You are a servant to whom you obey. That's in Romans 6 and 16. And Jesus said clearly, you can't serve two masters. You can only serve one master. If you are overcome, overcome meaning that the desire that led you to make a choice to commit an act of rebellion or sin against the command of the Lord you claim to serve, the one you vowed to be faithful to, Jesus, but you were overcome by a sinful desire. Jesus himself said, you are in bondage to sin. The problem is most professing Christians are in denial concerning who they truly serve. Who do you think you're serving while in the act of sin? Not Jesus. Open your eyes. You're still in bondage. 
And as we come to the big question here, which is, are you biblically saved from sin? What have you seen? What have you noticed? Look back over your own actions since making the vow to Jesus to serve him. Have you sinned since that vow? That vow that was solidified by baptism? Some of you have noticed that even after being baptized with water, you came up still sinning. Some a week later, a month later, some the very next day or the same night. So what's happening? Right now at this moment, you're seeing the truth of it. It is written that Jesus came to set his people free from their sins, their desires to rebel against the law. That's a rooted thing in the spirit of a person. Clearly, he states that those who still have that desire and commit acts of disobedience are in fact in bondage to sin and they are not true servants or disciples of Jesus. Jesus said they're not his servants. And here you are, claiming to be a servant of Jesus, but still rebelling against what he commanded you to do, or not do. Even though you made the vow to faithfully serve him, are you biblically saved? Even though you do not, faithfully adhere to Jesus' teachings based on your actions if you are still sinning against him or rebelling against him no you are not biblically saved Jesus himself said you are not his servant do you want to know who Jesus said you actually serve who you're in bondage and deception to and you might want to pull out your Bible for this one to see it with your own eyes because it may hit you hard and the harder the better to bring about change hopefully turn to 1 John chapter 3 verse 8 very clear very simple very clear he that committeth sin is of the devil now you'll hear the wicked ones twist this and say, oh, it, it means practicing sin or making a habit or habitual sin. No, the heart is desperately wicked to make an excuse according to will. Hear me clearly. Let's get this on the table. The original Greek words for commit sin is to do a sin, a single act of disobedience. If you made the choice once to disobey the command of Jesus to commit an act of sin, after making the vow to serve him faithfully, to give your life to him, the true Christian religion, according to its founder, Jesus, stated clearly that you are not his true disciple, regardless of your claim to be one. 
regardless of how many times you've prayed and fasted and quote-unquote spoken tongues, in 1 John 2 and 4, Jesus himself stated that anyone who says, I know Jesus, I know him, but do not faithfully keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Wow, that's clear. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, it states, Not everyone who says to me, this is Jesus speaking, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Are you doing his will while in the act of sin? And so what do you do? You will either totally reject what I'm saying, what you've seen and read with your own eyes, and keep doing what you're doing, sinning and professing to be a Christian, living in the hypocrisy. And if that's the case, you're a special case. And this is not for you. <laughs> or either you may have a ton of questions, which is very clearly understandable. Because somewhere along the line, someone did not accurately, biblically answer your questions concerning the Christian faith. And so, let's, you and I, go back to the beginning. Jesus said to take up my yoke and learn of me first. First, to count the cost. Make an informed decision, not an emotionally convicted decision which have led to many false conversions, void of the true spirit and power of Jesus. And so you have millions of Christians who do not have biblically aligned confirmations of Jesus' spirit indwelling within them. It's just a claim. If this has struck a nerve with you, I implore you to check out the Christian Masterclass and take the next step with me. We cover the major concepts of the Christian faith from the start to the finish in four classes. We cover crucial elements of the faith concerning the purpose of man, the judgment of sin and death, the law, the perspective of the God of Israel. We also cover biblical visible proofs and confirmations of truly being born again and inhabiting Jesus' spirit. We cover issues such as baptism's role in salvation and supernatural power, speaking in tongues, and the resurrection, and the return of the Messiah. There's more, and a lot covered. This class is absolutely essential for those who are considering converting to Christianity, or for those who have already converted and would like a deeper understanding of Christianity, laid out in a simple, easy to understand, biblically aligned format. If you're ready to take the next step, send me an email in the link provided and you'll receive all of the necessary information to get started. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. This is the Moroccan Angel. And remember, always do what is right. It matters. Take care.